What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. If they play Russian theme music under the prog segments one more time, she may be boycotting TLC. <laughs> it's the one and only Czechoslovakian Teresa. Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? And very true, very true. They're pissing me off. Nothing against Ukraine or anything, but... This is how TLC does it. When they travel somewhere, they usually play the music of the country, Mm -hmm. right? Why are they playing this Ukrainian slash Russian music in the Czech Republic? Play the Czech music. I'm serious. I hate to put you on the spot, Mm -hmm. but I did some research. I went on Spotify. Okay. Pulled up a couple playlists. Pulled up traditional Czech music. Pulled up traditional Russian music. And I think I have a pretty good ear. It was somewhat similar. But not the same. Not the same. I can can tell. If I can tell, other people can tell. Ah, maybe. I don't know if most of our friends listening could tell, but that's kind of why I did this intro, just to inform our friends. Traditional Czech music is a little different. Can you hum us a bar? No, but it's (laughs) a little different. You've listened to it. Oh, I know. I know. And I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying it's so close. It's not like... They're playing the Beatles, and then you're supposed to be hearing jazz. It's like, no, it's both traditional, old-school European music. But it's a different country. It's not like the U.S. Like, U.S. is, every state is in the U.S., but yet you still have parts of the country where they play the blues and jazz and country, right? Mm-hmm. So... In Europe, each country has their own music. It might be somewhat similar, and it is. It is. But John first said, well, they play because of Yara. I'm like, well, when Yara's in the U.S., they don't play Ukrainian music. That's a fair point. Just you're... play the music of the country you're in, because that's what right. you do. When they went to Turkey, not Yara and Jovi, whoever went to Turkey, mm-hmm. they were playing Turkish music. Just I wonder. do it. I wonder if you go to a stock music site, if there is Czech music i bet you it's so it's so niche like how many people are looking up stock music for the czech republic probably not a ton so i bet you they just pull the mm, closest they you can see, find. i didn't think of that yeah it's not they're not going to go and pay top dollar to a czech musician they're going on stock music sites and finding mm, okay what okay. they can i'm with you though it's it's you know Let's get the right music here yeah, for the right... Yeah, let's get the right music, people. For the right country. Anyways, I didn't want to start this episode off on a sour note. No pun intended. On a, on a bad note. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but I, I saw you getting pretty fired up over there while yeah, we were Yeah, because every single time. Every single time. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right, guys. Before we get into the episode, before Therese gets any more fired up, let's do a little housekeeping. Guys, follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod, primarily... That's where we hang out. That's where we message you guys. That's where we keep you up to date and all things podcast related. All you got to do is go to Instagram, type in Married to Reality Pod and click follow. Yeah. It's it's that easy. You will be in the know with us, everything we have to share, and you could chat with us. That's probably our favorite thing to do on Instagram is to chat with you guys. Yes, guys. Message us, chat with us. We love it. It's most of the time it's me, but I share it with John. He lurks in the background. I absolutely do. (laughs) So that's Instagram also. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Let me just say a happy Halloween to everybody. Happy Halloween. Boo, boo, boo. 
Okay. It's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the reason I tie that into the Patreon is because we just dropped our Halloween extravaganza Woo! on Patreon. It's not too late to get over there and sign up and join us on the Patreon. You'll immediately access the Patreon holiday special. Mm-hmm. For all levels, whether you join at the Friends with Benefit level or the Family Affair level, you will get a video podcast and an audio podcast. And I don't want to give too much away, but the video podcast, there's a couple added segments in there. And you will find out if we are in costumes. Very true. Very true. Because we may. Or may not. Be in costume. <laughs> so patreon.com slash reality. The Halloween bonus is there. Our single life coverage is there. We're going to have more holiday bonuses coming up, I yeah. believe. Yeah. So now is a great time to get on the Patreon. I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's subscription billing. So even though it's the end of the month, it doesn't matter. You're not going to get renewed on the first of the month. You'll get renewed a month after you initially join, a month after that, a month after that. So it's easy. It makes sense. Patreon.com slash reality. Come over. Hang out. Come join over. Us. Hang out. Chat with us there. Like, yeah. same thing. We love it. We appreciate it. Come over. And also, yeah. I, I don't want to skip ahead because it's still October, but for the November special, oh. we will chime into you guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We kind of realized this as we were doing the Halloween bonus. We should have incorporated you guys a little bit more. We should have asked you guys your thoughts and questions and ideas. And so we will for the November special. So stay tuned. That's all going to be on Patreon. Yes. All right. So patreon.com slash reality. Also, make sure you're following the podcast right here. All right. Some of you guys are. A lot of you guys are. A lot of you guys have to think about, oh, did they drop an episode? Let me search. Let me see if they dropped another episode. Oh, they did. Let's listen. When you follow the podcast, you don't have to think about it. It automatically comes to your device the second it drops. It's so easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hard as Czech coffee. Uh, yeah, I'm not even mad. I knew it was going to be a Czech reference. I wasn't because, even, I wasn't even going to be mad if you just said as hot as the Czech Republic again because super hot. It's a beautiful city, guys. I'm not just saying that because I'm Czech. I am not from Prague. I'm actually from the other side. But it is a beautiful city. If you ever have a chance to visit, go. Because it's just gorgeous. All the bridges, all the spires, all the old town, mm-hmm. all the castles. Go, but speak to your significant other and make sure they're not just going to go buy an apartment. Be on the <laughs> same page if you're going to invest in real estate. But go, but have a conversation first about investing. Very true. Also, apartments in Prague are extremely expensive. So, eh. Not compared to the major cities in America. Not but in, well, not compared to New York or LA, right. right? But I think that's, we haven't even gone to Jovin Yara looking. But I bet you if they go and they see the prices, they're going to go, oh my gosh, this is so affordable. Compared it's, to right, where they're looking well, in Texas or where they're looking in Florida. True. Yes. But for Europe, it's It's expensive. very expensive. Yeah. And you know why? Because of Airbnbs. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They are, they're thinking of actually banning Airbnbs for certain parts of Prague because it's pushing people outside of the city center because of the prices. And a lot of like foreigners buy apartments in Prague and then they rent it on mm-hmm. Airbnbs, make a lot of money out of it. Yeah. Tough. That's a tough it's situation a tough- because we stayed in an Airbnb. 
We would have never met Forrest Rick if, if we didn't stay in an Airbnb yeah, in Prague. Yeah, he has so. like a secret videos of us because... Oh, he absolutely does. <laughs> but it was... That was our first time ever using Airbnb. Was it? Yes. Huh. I'm surprised we ever used it again after that experience. Well, and then we used it in Finland. It was the same trip, but... He wanted to meet with us for coffee first. He showed us the apartment, which he didn't need to. It was one room, basically. And then was like, if you want to grab beers or if you want to hang out, just give me a call. Text me. Let me know. And he's like, he was probably a 60-year-old guy. Well, he was from Australia. He spoke English. Mm. He was an artist and he had a one-bedroom or a studio apartment in the center of Prague, which is honestly must have been very expensive because it was walking distance to Literally everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. It was nice. It was artistic. It was cozy. It was tiny. But he referred to himself as Forrest Rick, <laughs> which was very strange. Yes. And we were just like, thanks, Forrest Rick. Um, like he would text us and be like, hey, everything okay? Let me know if you need anything. Signed for Forrest Rick. He was being friendly. And honestly, there were no issues with the apartment whatsoever. No, it was great. It was, it was great. But yes, his name was Forrest Rick. Okay. Self-proclaimed Forest Rick. So that is Smashing Like It's Hot. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, if you could do that, please. It helps the podcast a lot. We appreciate everyone who has left one. If you haven't, if you could take a few seconds, it doesn't have to be long. I have a review here from one of our friends. Yeah, it's short and sweet, and that's perfectly lovely, too. This one comes to us from our friend Carrie Carr. Okay. Hello, Carrie Carr. Five stars. Love it. Love you guys. I love you too. Title, love you guys. Ahoy. What? So happy I found your podcast. Love it. Now, Carrie's being a little bilingual. She kept it short and sweet. was a little bilingual there. You don't have to be bilingual like Carrie. You could just say, love you guys. Love the pod. I love the ahoy. Ahoy, I love you. Carrie. I, ahoy. Carrie. I love a good ahoy. Right? Ahoy. Ahoy, ahoy, Jonathan. It's a fun word. It makes it you is. feel not only international, but also like a pirate. And you know what it means? Hello. Ahoy, it means hello. And goodbye. Very true. But it's for friends. You oh. don't say to people you don't know. You would say ahoy, den. Yes. Look at me, guys. Look at you, very Czech. So ahoy is a very personal word. You don't just, I know in America we say hello to everyone, right? Yeah. It's not like that in Czech. When you say ahoy to someone, it's a friend or it's a family member. It's someone you know. And I love that you said it because we all or we consider all of us being friends. Yeah. Right? We're chatting with you guys. You're chatting with us back on social media. So love it. Ahoy. Ahoy. And, and allow me to say yay qui. Oh, yay qui. Oh. Thank you for the review. Carrie. John loves flexing. All right. <laughs> Enough housekeeping. What do you say we do a little 90 day by the way? Let's do it. All right. I saw you researching. I was doing a little research. Let me, let me be honest with you guys. I don't know if any of you reached out this week with, with any stories. And so if this, if this segment falls flat, it's, it's on you guys as much as it's on me because, (laughs) but maybe you guys didn't reach out because this was a tough week. I had to scrounge for a couple of stories. I saw one, but then I don't think it's true. I saw one that showed Kim went blonde. I know. I saw that too. <laughs> and and to me, that's not a by the way. I yeah. almost incorporated that with last week's her new job. Yeah. To me, that's, yeah, she didn't, I didn't no, see it. No, that's the thing. I went on her Instagram. I didn't, I didn't see it. See it, it yeah. appeared and then it went away. Yeah. So it could have been a filter. I don't know. Either way, maybe she went blonde. Maybe she didn't. <laughs> here's, here's the by the ways I came up with this All week. right. Number one, fan favorites, Lauren and Alexi. Oh. They're back. 
for season two of their spinoff. Okay. They had that spinoff, Lauren and Alexi, after the 90 days. We'd never watched it. No. Can't say we're going to watch this one, although maybe for a Patreon bonus. Yeah, we we could. could. Yeah. We could watch this. So season two, they're back. It's going to focus on their growing family because they keep popping kids. They They keep popping kids. Lauren is pregnant with her third child in this Mm -hmm. season. So she'll give birth and then, or no, yeah, she gave birth in September. Yeah, I think they have three kids now. So I bet, okay, well, I bet you it'll cover it because they probably filmed during this. They had just welcomed their son, Asher, and now they have to find a bigger place to live. They're also going to kickstart their oldest son's modeling career. Okay. And go to Israel for a vacation. Nice. So it sounds like there's a lot going on. It sounds like it could be pretty interesting. Well, I feel like if you guys are tired of all this crazy drama, I'm sure this is more like a family thing because they're not splitting up. They are a family. They just popped the third kid. So I don't think it's like a dramatic when it comes to their relationship, but maybe showing us... How it's live with three kids yeah. and being international and all this. So it I seems, think it's a little less crazy, but again, we've never watched. It seems so. a little more wholesome. Yes. So maybe we'll take a peek. It premieres on TLC December 12th. So stay tuned for that, Lauren and Alexi. Man, people seem to like them. I mean, they are good. I like them too, but I like them for, okay, it's a real couple. They were on 90 day. No one was trying to use anyone, right? Right. They had some drama at the beginning with her illness. What mm-hmm. is it called? Tourette's? Tourette's, yeah. Yeah. The kids seem to be fine so far. They're popping one baby after another. Mm-hmm. So I like them because that's a real couple. Yeah. They, and they love fought there. hard for it. Yeah. It seems so. like there's love there. All right. Number two. Speaking of modeling, I just, okay. I just said that their oldest son wanted to step into some childhood modeling. Speaking of modeling... Josh of Josh and Natalie. Okay. Josh and Natalie. Single life, Josh. Oh. We know he's got multiple homes, sexy cars, a boat, right? We know he's doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. But how well is he doing and how is he doing this well is the question. Well, there was an article that just came out from In Touch. Okay. That provides some more clarity. All right. I'm Josh's here for it. Provide life. some so, clarity. He is the CEO and founder of Preview Models. We know he worked in the modeling industry. We know maybe he was the head of this company, but I didn't know too much about what this company was. So I did some research. All right. Seems like it might be a little bit of a scam here. Uh, I don't want to use the word scam. Okay. I don't use the word scam, but maybe he's promising more than he can deliver because What it is, what they say they are, is a production company that gives aspiring models from around the world the opportunity to walk the runway in front of top modeling agencies for their chance at representation. So it's almost like a boot camp for wannabe models. Okay. I looked up what they offer, these packages, and it's like runway training. Agent and manager meetings, modeling 101 seminars, workshops, photo shoots. So you pay this price for this package and then they kind of run you through the ringer and probably try to hook you up with agents. So that's not a scam. I feel like, I feel like if you want to be a model, you have to start somewhere because being pretty and skinny, that's one thing. Yeah. But but why wouldn't you just go to an agency? 
and then they could represent you. This is almost the middleman. And that's why I go, mm. it's not a scam, but it's a middleman where you pay them and then they're going to try to hook you up with an agency. Whereas if you just went to an agency, I think the agency would get you jobs and pay you. Well, yeah, but what if you don't know how to do certain things and would the agency take care of it? I mean, if no. they saw a potential in you that you're the next Bella Hadid, right. then maybe, but... Right. This seems more educational than maybe just going straight to an agency. But I did more research and I saw the reviews. It's like two stars. Ooh. Some people saying things like, why am I paying for this? Ooh. I'm. I should be making the money. They always, mm. the, the first thing they tell you when you talk to them is... Oh, you shouldn't have to pay to be a model, but I'm paying to be a model. So oh, okay. that's questionable. I'm not saying it's a scam by any means, but maybe it's Ooh. more of a educational course than it is a way to break into the business. Okay. Gotcha. So just something interesting. I thought interesting. they estimated his net worth in this article. Mm, okay. What you is it? Take, I don't know. I don't know how they figured it's this. Two it's two million. Okay. Yes. Is it? Well, they say... <laughs> Between two and six million. Oh. It's quite the range, though. So it's like. That's like, I, so, so I'm very interested how much people make just because of different professions or like yeah. different actors and actresses, right? You're never like, oh, I wonder how much that teacher makes. But you'll see the guy driving the Zamboni during a hockey game. And yeah. Like, oh, my does, gosh. Like, how much, how much yes. does that guy make? Yeah. So I'm just interested. I think it's because there's so many jobs out there. And I, I've talked about this way too many times, but. I sometimes look up actors and actresses that I saw in a show or in a movie. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, they're so talented. And sometimes their net worth is very low for the amount of movies they've been in. I don't. Yeah, but you have to take that with a grain of salt. So that's the thing. Your net worth, it's everything you own, isn't it? Yes. But again, who knows what these articles are actually calculating. Maybe they are in including real estate and investments, but yeah. or maybe it's just what they get paid per movie. Who yeah. knows? I know because, for example, Evan Peters, who I love, mm -hmm. he was in American Horror Story. He's in the most recent Dammer, Dahmer, the serial killer Netflix, right? Yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer. And he's been in so many great like series. And you would think his network would be at least like 20 mils. It's not. It's around like 4 million. If you believe four that. 4 or 5. But that's if the thing. You believe that. If you believe that. And I feel like he's so good and so talented. And he's been in a lot of famous or like favorite popular shows and movies that I'm like, that doesn't sound too correct. So when yeah. you tell me that Josh's is basically what Evans is. Yeah. I take I take it all with a grain of salt, especially because you'll listen to podcasts and there'll be celebrities on it and they'll talk about, oh, yeah, let's look up this person's net worth. And then they'll look up their own and they'll be like, yeah, that's not accurate. So oh, okay. you have celebrities even saying, yeah, those websites aren't accurate. But who knows? I'm sure Josh is doing fine. Well, he seemed to be doing fine. And I saw some gossip. I don't know if it's true. Probably know that he's like hooking up with the gen from the loudmouth. Oh, yeah. I saw that too. That would be a, an interesting, by the way, if that comes to fruition. But, but I think someone just posted it on Instagram and I don't think there is any, any like solid, let's say in touch article yeah. or something to back it up. So yeah, I, yeah, I came across that. I think probably just on Instagram. Yeah. I think I told you. We'll see. <laughs> there you go. Gossip queen over here. All right. Stay tuned. We'll, we'll give you updates if that does, if something does come out of that. But that's by the way. So we got a new season of Lauren and Alexi and we got a little more information on Josh. 
That's what we do during these segments. We just provide some more info, some more knowledge. For sure. Also, I was also going to add, Josh looks like he listens to good Charlotte. Yeah. Or all or those bands I like. Performs in a good Charlotte cover band. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Moving on. Moving on. The reason we're here, let's talk about it. Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, season seven, episode 10. Where's the season gone? Happily ever after. Question mark. mark. All right. Let's start with our old, (laughs) (laughs) good old couple, Jenny and Summit. Have I ever told you about Mr. Steve? No. When my dad would do Mr. Steve? No. I feel like I have. But What's Mr. Steve? So is it the teacher who was a pedophile? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's my piano teacher. Oh, okay. Who who I will not name on this podcast. But Mr. Steve was a character my dad did when we were in elementary and middle school. Okay. Where he became a hairstylist. Oh, okay. I've never told you about this. No. We would stand in the bathroom and he would do Mr. Steve. And he would like blow our hair out. I'd always get the biggest <laughs> like poof hairstyle. And he called he called himself Mr. Steve. I don't know where that came from or, or why he did that. But Summit was going full Mr. Steve here. Just blow drying that hair mm. big and beautiful for like 30 minutes. Yeah, you never told me about your dad being Mr. Steve. <laughs> you should you should ask. You should ask I sure it. will. Yeah. Thanksgiving, here we come. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I always say that me and John's dad have a lot in common. It's it's a weird thing, like a small weird thing that we also have a lot not in common. But that's something I do too. I have this persona that I invite John to the salon. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. <laughs> it's more of a massage type yeah, salon. Yeah, let's keep let's All right, just not go on. deep on that. But on. but I can believe like me and John's dad, we both love nectarines oh boy, and here tomatoes. We go. Here we and go. like all kinds of things. We send each other articles that all we right. find on the internet. All right, Teresa. So here's another thing I have in common with your dad. So you both take us to the salon. (laughs) All right. All right. Moving on. Uh, It's a big day for Samid. That's why he's doing his hair the way he's doing it. It's his first day of work after two years. And I think most people would be happy to hear, good, you're getting back in the workforce. You're getting a job. Samid is happy. To be doing this. He doesn't want to live the retired lifestyle that Jenny is living yeah. as he says. Jenny's not so happy about this. Because someone is like, well, Jenny lives off of her social security and that's good enough for her, but not for me. It's true because he's 33. He's literally my age, a little older, but he's pretty much my age. I absolutely understand why he does not want to live a retiree lifestyle. Like even let's say hypothetically, we won the lottery, right? I would not stop working because no. I, I would probably want to do something fun, travel, etc. But you cannot just stop doing things because I would, my mind would eat me alive. Well, it's interesting because you could see not only does he want to work and make an income, but he's kind of getting bored. Oh, and, he's absolutely getting bored. And he's shown that to Jenny by saying, let's go zip lining, let's mm-hmm. go whitewater rafting, let's do Kama Sutra. Mm-hmm. And Jenny's reluctant to do it. And I'm not saying if Jenny did sign up for whitewater rafting, Samit would go, you know what, I don't need a job. 
but <laughs> he's getting bored. He's, he's getting tired of sitting around at home and he's tried to get Jenner to do more things. She's not doing a ton of them. And so now he's like, you know what? I can go have something to do and get paid while I do it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Jenny's like, well, okay, but what am I supposed to do? And somebody's like, well, what about like you'll learn how to cook? She's like, absolutely fucking not. And that made me think, wait a minute, you don't cook? Because mm. in Czech, and I'm going to be very stereotypical, but it's very common that grandmas cook, moms mm-hmm. cook. It's just every, all women cook, Teresa. right? And especially every single time growing up, you go to grandma's house and she always has, she cooks, she bakes, she makes anything you want for you because she knows how. Teresa. Mm-hmm. She's married to a chef. <laughs> okay, but still. When you're married to a chef, Teresa. Oh, okay, it's not like, oh, I know how to cook good enough. I don't need to learn. She does not know how to cook. Yeah. Like, period. Take that out of the equation. Maybe she doesn't want to cook. Maybe she can't cook. Maybe she's terrible at cooking. That's fine. But Samit's whole argument was find something to do. Yeah. This place clearly needs to be cleaned. Clean it. You can learn to cook. Cook. Do yoga. Do find something. You have this is your retirement time. Yeah. Like fill the day with something other than sitting with me. Yeah, she can go and count the little bees at Hare Krishna. Sure. Remember she did that. That's an option. And or find a job. And I think she does is doing something like a part time job just to be surrounded by people. It it doesn't seem like she's doing that anymore. Otherwise, I feel oh, like she would. That's true. I feel like Samit would bring that up. Like, hey, you work too. Yeah. Unless it's a secret. I don't know. But there's plenty of things she can do. Yeah. Like she can learn Hindi or she can join a club. You can do something. I think there's a lot she can be doing. But either way, it's time for Samit to go work. The way Jenny kissed him goodbye and and sent him off on his way. It looked like a mother sending their mm-hmm. son off to the first day of school. She's like, mm-hmm. bye, baby. Have a good day. <laughs> I was like, this is too much. I can't take it. From, yeah. from, from Kama Sutra to now walking him to the bus oh, stop. Yeah. It was just a big 180. Okay. So while Summit is at work, Jenny is going to the market for the first time on her own. And why... I find it interesting is because she said, oh, I've been living in India for three years, but this is the first time I'm going shopping alone. What? Well, she's been living with Samit by her side for three years. She hasn't had the chance necessarily. If I was Samit and we see why here, I would not send her out to go do my bidding. She would come home with no money in her pockets and not the right (laughs) product in her hands. Maybe I would because that's how you learn. You learn by actions and you're telling me that in the past three years, there was no time that somebody wasn't feeling well, but they needed something from the store. I I believe her when she says I haven't been. She doesn't look like someone who's been. She she falls flat on her face in this scene. <laughs> and my only question is, well, is this all for show? Is this is this even real? Because this salesperson to me seems like she was hired from the local community theater. She's so over the top. She's so overacting. I have a hard time buying that this was an authentic interaction. Absolutely not. It's so real. It's a real market seller person. 
salesperson. Market market salesperson. Have you ever been to a market? Everyone's trying to sell you stuff because everyone has the same produce. No, she she goes to this woman who is just berating Jenny. Oh, you're wrong basket, wrong product, not enough money, too much money. She's screaming Jenny's head off. And then Jenny goes to this next guy and he's just like, you can buy it if you want. Well, I, that's not that's not the energy of everyone in that market, and that's why I go like this seems too perfect that she just walked up to this woman and this woman decided to put on a show. No, this woman put on a show because she saw a white woman walking around an Indian market trying to buy things, followed by cameras, right? Yeah. And she thought, shit, I speak a little English. Let me call her here. Let me be on TV. Maybe more people will come and buy shit from me. Well, I would never and, go and buy anything from that woman. She since, terrifies me. Since she cannot speak any Hindi, right? So she thinks this is the way to promote her little shop okay you don't think so no i think it because was she's a like, paid ma'am, ma'am, no yes ma'am 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 no no kilo kilogram kilogram too much like she's just throwing a few words right because if they hired someone just hire someone who actually speaks english to make it more interesting no it's they still had to cast from the local town no she didn't cast anyone the lady works at the market okay and trying to oversell her because she she picks whatever she needs, and this lady goes like, "Well, it's gonna be twelve hundred rupees." Mm-hmm. And Jenny's like, "Well, we learned that it's fifteen dollars." And Jenny's like, "Oh hell no!" And she starts walking away, and she's like, "Ma'am, ma'am, 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 a thousand, ma'am, ma'am." Jenny walks away, and this is the example of a car salesman. Some are too much, some are too little. I'm talking about the dudes who were trying to sell me cars, right? Mm-hmm. And usually. The ones who are very chilled and relaxed, you go with them. And this is the next guy that Jenny went to. Probably spoke zero English, so he wasn't even trying to fight or anything. Probably saw the TV crew and thought, I should not try to jack up the prices. I don't want to get into any trouble. Just give me 500 rupees and, and you're good to go. All right. I'm not. A, it was a good segment. It was entertaining. I just oh, thought, yeah. I thought this is a little too perfect. That we no. found that a star is born in this <laughs> in this moment at this market. It was pure entertainment, and I thought, nah, it's a little too perfect. If you ever saw my grandma going to the market arguing with everyone over the prices, that would be the same thing. I could see someone getting to that point and it escalating to that point, but this woman was shot out of a cannon. Like she knew this was her her shot. She's only been playing local parts in community theater. And she goes, <laughs> I got to put on a performance. This is Michael Scott always bringing the gun to the performance. It's like you can't just escalate to the highest level. You got to work your way up. She And this is why she's going to be stuck in community theater is because she's overacting. You think this segment was just two minutes long? I'm pretty sure they were there for like an hour or so. At right, the because this woman was probably like, cut. You know, I didn't like that take. I didn't like that performance. I can't let this be my debut. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. And TLC's probably like, Jenny, go buy from this man over here. <laughs> he seems like a real sleeper. Go over there and shop. I don't buy it. She was a real person. She was trying to sell. She was trying to make money. She was trying to have her two minutes of fame. Okay. All, All right. right. Well, while they're at the market, Samit is at the restaurant with his friend, Rowett. And this is the place Samit was going to. This is why he needed to do his hair for 30 minutes. He didn't need to get any fancier. There's no there's no diners here. This is a takeout. This is a to-go place. Also, he should be wearing a hairnet. 
wear a hairnet. Yeah. You spend so much time on your hair. I thought, okay, they're going to a restaurant. There's going to be diners that he's going to interface mm-hmm. with. No, he he's with his buddy Rowett in a kitchen. It's a delivery kitchen. They make all sorts of food. He says pizzas, sandwiches, right? And they go and they deliver it. This looked like me and my buddy at 2 a.m. in the morning drunk at college trying to put something together because we were <laughs> we knew we'd be hungover. We didn't eat. This was not a five-star dining not yet. They have to start somewhere. And Rohit was saying, we started this before the lockdown. Yes. And then, unfortunately, we had to shut it down because no one was going to buy takeout, right? But now we're back in. It's a delivery kitchen. I put all my money in. So Summit better be a good partner with me and work all the freaking time. So Rohit put all the money in. I think Summit did too. I don't think so. <laughs> Rose, like, I invested all of this money. Although maybe he invested and all he, of his money. Yes. Not uh, all of the money that was invested was his. All his money. And he said, we're partners. So you better be doing this with me. Mm. And Summit is like, oh, probably not seven days a week, but maybe I can come for five. Or maybe, yes, but maybe the deal was, Rowett, I will, I will put all my money in. Summit, you're in charge of marketing. And you're going to be on TV, so mm. you'll be able to blow this thing up and get us clients. Maybe that's the partnership. Because to be a partner, you got to invest something. And maybe, so maybe he's saying, I'll bring the advertising. Okay. So if that's the case, Summit is doing a really shitty job because I have no idea where they are. I have no idea True. what this service is called. True. So I well, don't think that's the case. I think Summit in invested some money too. And they're just trying to kick this off. And you know what? Good for him because he is 33. And if he can cook and he have he has his friend Rohit, they have this idea, do it. Yeah. And okay. So then I take back me making fun of him doing his hair for 30 minutes because he wants to make a good first impression. First day of work. It doesn't matter that no one else is there. And also, do your hair, Samit. Let's, let's not forget, he's on TV. He's always on TV though. And he always <laughs> looks like he just rolled out of bed. I didn't know that that hairstyle took 30 minutes of Mr. Steve to <laughs> to get there. He always does his hair. I know. But well. I know. But I just thought this is this is why you were spending so much time in the mirror to go into this delivery kitchen with Rowett. I just thought it was funny. Well, funny or not, they are doing this. And we learned that Rohit is not the biggest fan of Jenny because apparently Jenny, whatever Jenny wants, Summit does. Right? And he doesn't think that's right. Yes, no. I mean, they're in India. Jenny wants to be in America. Mm-hmm. They don't have a vacuum. Jenny wants a vacuum. So I wouldn't say Samit just does everything that Jenny asks. But sure, he does concede a lot to her. Yes. And so Samit is telling Rohit what's going on about like Jenny wanting to go back to the US. Yeah. And Rohit is like... Absolutely fucking not. You have your business here. You cannot go. You cannot go to America. Yeah. And it's fine because Samit doesn't want to go to America. Yeah. And then he tells him about a child that he apparently wants. And Rohit is shocked. He's like, what? A a kid? Well, yeah, I I can adopt someone. That was my favorite (laughs) line of last time. I can adopt someone. (laughs) That's the curveball because it comes out of nowhere. Samit doesn't even want a kid. No. Samit's grasping at straws. How can I make my parents love me oh, yeah. and love Jenny? And Rowett is wise enough to go, I don't know that a kid's going to do it. You having a kid with someone who your parents don't like isn't going to make your parents like the person anymore. But that's the thing. He would not have a kid with someone his parents 
like or dislike. And B, he hasn't broken this news to Jenny yet. I'm just waiting for this because she's going to be like, absolutely fucking not. Yes. She's in her 60s. She's living her retired life. She doesn't even know how to cook. How is she going to take care of a kid? Here's the thing. It would give her something to do. Mm. This whole time she's going, I'm going to be alone, Summit. You're going to work seven days a week. Oh, hell no. And now Summit's going to go, okay, well, I have an idea. Not only may this child make my parents love us as a family, it's going to give you something to do. Yeah, that's not going to fly. She's sitting at home watching Murder, She Wrote. (laughs) (laughs) All the the grandmas love it. All the classic shows. Oh, and she just passed away recently, which is very sad. The actress. Okay. She was in her 90s. But I remember all my grandmas watched it. I'm pretty sure they still played on TV. And I'm pretty sure my grandma is still watching it, right? All Detective Columbo, all these awesome shows. Sure. Or The Price is Right. You well, just get a, a VPN. That's a classic. That's a classic. That's not just Jenny does not want to give this all up, right? She complains she has nothing to do, but she would rather do nothing than to be taking care of a kid. Oh, I completely agree. But Samit's mind is wild. And in his mind, he might be thinking, well, I have the living babysitter at home. This is perfect. Yeah. I'll work seven days a week. Jenny can take care of the kid. My parents will be happy. Bada bing, bada boom. That's not the case. That's not the case. And so he goes home, right? Yeah. And I was really hoping that he's going to tell Jenny about this kid idea. Not yet. Not yet, but I, I'm waiting for it. So he's just telling her the job is great, right? And don't the- don't skip over Jenny showing off her haul from the market. What haul? What she bought. Oh. <laughs> She's like, I got these hot peppers for you. You can stick them somewhere. Ew. I was like, what? Ew. Ooh, you go to one Kama Sutra class and now you're the dirtiest woman that's ever been on this television yeah, show? Yeah, apparently. Yeah, you can shove these up your ass. Yeah, it's like her and both her and Debbie. Like, what's going on? I think I you hit certain age and you get very sexual. You get very horny. Very horny. <laughs> so, so it's like, well, now I have an appetite. What's for dinner? And Jenny's like, eh, I was going to boil some potatoes. Okay, okay, okay. We have to really talk about this because... We see her cutting one potato, <laughs> one potato, and Summit is like, well, so, so what's going on? She's like, well, we could boil it or like, like mash and have a mashed potato. What? what? You want to mash one potato for dinner? First of all, that's a really <laughs> bad dinner because it has no protein. Second of all, if you really want to do it, just mash at least two potatoes. At least we can each have one potato, right? <laughs> I'm not asking for too much here. Having one potato is we'll a split. Dis- Think about how sad it is. Yeah, well, I was thinking we could like split a potato. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe if you don't shove this pepper up your ass, we can have that too. <laughs> what is going on? And then Jenny's like telling us, well, you know, I'm used to cooking like simple things. And I was like, okay, well, she maybe can cook. And then she's like, maybe yeah, a okay, box okay. of pasta. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'm used to a box of pasta oh, with some ragu. Oh, just like removing the box from pizza uh, and putting it in the oven. What? She cooked TV dinners. Yeah, she was like, yeah, I used yeah. to frozen food, which is all right. I used to do that too once in a while. But if you're sustaining on that, that's terrible. That is so bad. There's so many other easy options. Make a sandwich, yeah. boil a box of pasta. Or like do rice and then put chicken in a pan or something. A can of tuna. Yeah. There's so many easy options. That's that's a cop out. It's like, well, I just, I would make frozen dinners. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on, Jenny. No. This is, it's sad. It's sad if this is what life has come to for Jenny and Samit. Well, not really because Samit to the rescue, he brought food from home. I mean, food from work. Yes. 
couple so wraps that looked pretty tasty. Yeah, and Jen is liking this. She's like, oh, this is, this is really good. Okay, I see what you're doing in that kitchen. Yeah, this is way better than a potato. But for seven days a week? Ha, funny story. You told them no, right, Submit? <laughs> <laughs> I, I told them we'll figure it out, Jenny. And yeah, he's totally feeling smothered. He wants, mothered and smothered. Mm-hmm. And he wants to have a, a little time away to work, feel like a man. Sure, spend time with his friend and make a little money. Well, that's what she's saying. She's like, and I think she's picking up on him getting bored because she's like, well, it's not just you working. It's you hanging out with your friends too. Mm-hmm. I, okay, if you get home drunk, we're going to have a problem. And I'm like, you really, come on. Like, you really know that he's getting bored. Yes, but that's what it is. You're hanging out with your friends. I don't have friends. Mm. You're my only friend. So why do you get to go be with other people when I'm going to be stuck at home? That's the issue. Or just bring her in. She can be a dishwasher. I was kind of thinking that too. Bring If this is your business, if you own Mm. this business with Rohit, find a spot for her. Buy the vacuum and have her clean up after (laughs) you guys. Well, that's the thing. I think she's trying to find time away from her. I know. I know. So I, I agree. At the end of the day, Jenny, you chose to marry a 30-year-old. Mm-hmm. What do you expect he was going to do? You think he was going to retire with you at mm-hmm. 30? No. And think of, he's got to think about his life once you pass. Oh, Jesus. He's going to be 48, 50 years old. And then what is he going to do? He can't live off your retirement then. Mm. So he needs to plan for his future. I mean, if she wants to hit 100, she still has 37 years to go. You think she's going to hit 100? She eats TV dinners <laughs> every day, Teresa. <laughs> Well, uh, let's say she does hit 100. That would put that would put Summit at the age of 70. Teresa, she is 100% not hitting 100. <laughs> if I'm being generous, I'll give her 80, 87. I'll give her to 87. Okay. That's yeah. Give her 20 give her 25 more years. That's going to put Summit at what? 30, 40, 50, close to 60. Yeah. All right. But again, he's not going to have anything to live off of. Unless yeah, he starts I'll, saving now and... Absolutely. He so, needs to work. He, he needs, needs to, to work. Yeah. All right. I think we need to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the beauty that is Prague. So we'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. You blew it. What? You blew it. Oh, shit. I did. Well, Ahoy, Jonathan. I mean, it is what we do on Below Deck, but here I laid you I know. up. I gave you a layup here. <laughs> I you were talking about my nose because I was gonna blow my nose during our break. During our break, there was a thought about. It. I'm a, like, what? There's a big debate whether or not she should go blow her nose, and she's like, no, I want to talk about. Czech I'm like, Republic why right are now. you bringing it up? No, you. you no, blew I did. The ahoy. I did. You blew the ahoy. Ahoy, Jonathan. Ahoy. Teresa, ahoy Jovi, ahoy Yara, ahoy Prague. Ahoy Prague, indeed. I'm I'm very happy our friends, and I'm sure a lot of them have already seen or experienced Czech, but I'm, I'm happy our friends who now know you, yeah. n- know a Czech, get to see your home country and get to see how beautiful of a country it is. And it indeed is beautiful. So let's get there. They're going to wake up in a hotel in the morning, right? Yes. The first full day in Prague. And Yara's kind of just saying, well, it's just me, Maya, and my mom. Like, 
I mean, she's like, Jovi, you want to come with us? This is pure punishment for not allowing Yar to go early without mm. him. Oh, yeah. This is, all right, well, I want some alone time with my mom. This is what I was going to do if I had come a week before you came. But okay, I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to have that one-on-one time. But still, what is he going to do? He was like, I guess I'll work. Yeah, something. but it's, you are on a vacation. You are in a new country. I don't know if this is really vacation for for them. This is going to see her family in a time of need. Jovi, I don't know if he's taking time off for this. No, this is her going to see her family, period. She hasn't seen her mom in a while. Fair enough. That's a good point. But I don't know that Jovi considers this a vacation. Although, his work allows him... Like a few weeks on, a few weeks off. Yeah, she's all, she's, he always says, yeah, I'm like three weeks or four weeks on, four weeks mm-hmm. off. Okay. So I'm pretty sure he's off. Maybe he does something minor that yeah. he needs to get done, but I'm pretty sure he's off. Yeah, that's a good point. Either way, he's not allowed to go. We're going to have some mother-daughter, yes. granddaughter bonding time. So they're walking around Prague and Yara just loves it. She's like, I know it's not Ukraine, but it's Europe. It's Europe. It's beautiful. Indeed. I love that she loves it. Prague is beautiful. She's like, everything is awesome. Even the coffee is great. <laughs> and I'll give her that. But you know what it is? It's the experience how Czechs and many other Europeans drink their coffees. In America, you drink it on the go. Mm. No one go. Barely anyone goes and sits down to have a coffee and a chat with a friend or read newspapers. Where? In America. A lot That's of people get coffee all. on the go. Just think about a it. A lot of people do. But a lot of people go work at Starbucks, meet at Starbucks, have coffee dates. Okay. Work at Starbucks doesn't count. I'm talking about my mom goes having coffee dates multiple times a week with different friends. It's a thing. <laughs> It's a siesta. You go, you sit down, you have a coffee, you have a piece of cake. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. There there really is no coffee on the go culture in Czech. No. But there is the coffee date here in America. Not like in Czech. No, but we do both. We definitely do both. We've gone to coffee shops and sat and had coffee before. You and I? Yes. Where? I don't know. Maybe okay, it wasn't okay, you. okay. Once in a while, you can see a nice hip place, but yes. it's still like you sit down. Everyone works. You go to check, no one works. Yeah. You go to a coffee place. Maybe nowadays, yes, people might be working at a, a few coffee shops, but it's still a thing. You go, you sit down, you enjoy your coffee, you talk to your friend. You just it's it's a siesta. Yeah, I'm with you. I agree. It's much more of an experience. Yes. In Europe, than just I got to get my caffeine on the go and i have to say i'm living the american life i grab coffees on the go but all the time all the time yes but when we lived in new york me and my czech friend anna we sometimes did czech coffee dates and we just went to this place on the upper east side that served nice coffee at the sit down european style and we had a cake and we just did what we do in czech Yes, and I'm sure if you look to your left and right, you would see other people doing that. Not that many. All right. Not that many, to right. be honest. I'm not a trying few, to take, I'm not trying to take away. People, a few older people. Yes. But. Yeah, I'm not trying to take away. I, I agree with you. I just think maybe you're not aware as much because you're so used to it in Czech that you look around 
And there are people in America definitely sitting at coffee shops drinking coffee. 100%. But they are sitting down having coffee. They're working or they're waiting for someone. Yes, there are people who have coffee dates. Absolutely 100%. But I'm saying it's a thing in Europe. It's a relaxing thing. You don't go there and work. Okay. Okay. All right. So... All that to say, they were not even at a coffee shop. They were not no. sitting even at a coffee shop. They were walking with they their coffee. They were walking. They so, were doing uh, the American so, thing. So, and yes, we were arguing about nothing, actually. You can actually only see it in Prague. I've never seen it anywhere else to have coffees on the go. Maybe in Brno, it's another big city. But people just don't have coffees on the go. The only time I've ever seen a Starbucks in Czech was in Prague. Yeah, yeah. So. And again, I think it's some people open it up because... It's for tourists, right? Some people are used to having coffees on the go. So it would be silly if you don't have it. However, it's I would, coffee. Yeah. I always think about, oh, it'd be so easy to bring something that we do here in America to check. Mm-hmm. But you'd have to change culture. And that's the thing. Sure, you could bring a Dunkin' Donuts mm. or a Starbucks to a smaller city in check. But it doesn't mean it would take off because it's more about changing the culture. It's not that the coffee's that great. As no. you said, it's the culture and people rather go to their local coffee shop, sit down and have a coffee than grab a Starbucks and run. So, I agree. Yeah. All right. So while they're walking and talking and having their coffee, Olga says, I see you love this. I see this makes you feel at home. Would you ever move here? Would you ever come to Prague and live here? I think Olga is being a little too aggressive about this. Because I get it, you want your daughter to move to Europe or to live near you. But she's like, come move here. Let's look at apartments. I'll babysit. I'll help with Myla. And it's like, I get it. But she has a husband in the U.S. Like, yes, my parents, they said it maybe twice. Like, But they said it in a way that, oh, it would be awesome if you guys lived closer. They never said, why don't you look at apartments here? Why don't you guys move here, right? From what I understand, though, for both of their jobs, they could live in Europe, at least part of... Yeah. Joby doesn't drive to work every morning. He True. goes to a boat, gets on it, and then works. And it's every month and then off a month. So, like, this family actually could live in Europe. Yeah. And I think Yara's thought is, well, we could at least have a place in Europe and come here every couple months. Mm-hmm. And if you can afford that, why not? That's true. Right? Yeah. So I think it actually works for them. What isn't the best is Olga and Yara in part being sneaky about it and mm-hmm. having this conversation without Jovi and kind of going behind his back, especially because Yara knows Jovi would be mad about this. Right. Yeah, for so, sure. So Olga plants this seed, says maybe we can go look at places the next morning. Yara is just getting ready to go do this. And Joby's like, well, what's going on? Where are you going? He's shocked to learn we're going to go look at an apartment to buy, maybe. Let's not skip over the breakfast that Jovi kind of looked at. Like, yeah, it was a beautiful looking chleba. Uh, bless you. <laughs> what? Chleba. Okay. <laughs> it's like a, it's a bread, but it's a Czech bread, right? And look, beautiful looking chleba with some eggs. And Jovi's like, ugh, it grabs a champagne. <laughs> That's our Dude, boy Jovi. Eat, eat the freaking chleba, okay? It's good. I've never had it. I was surprised no rojo leek. I feel like that's a staple. 
That is a staple. You've had chleba before. Have I? Oh, for sure. Right. My parents always buy that too. Well, don't don't skip over that breakfast. Yes, it was tasty looking. Yeah, but Joey gets kind of pissed, which I get it. He's being blindsided. Yes. And he doesn't understand why would you want an apartment here? <laughs> this is a random place we decided to meet your mom. And we kind of get clarity on the Prague situation. I have more questions about it because Yara says, it's not random. My mom lived here for many years, past tense. Yes. And I can give you the answer. There are a decent amount of Ukrainians living in the Czech Republic even before the war because you can make more money. I get that. But the fact is she said she lived here, not she lives here. Well, that's just poor English. You think so? Yes. Or do you think she lived there and then she went back to Ukraine no. and then when things started to go south, she moved back? I think that's poor English. I think her mom's been living in Prague. Then I don't think Jovi would say that. I don't think Jovi would say this is a random place we decided to meet your mom. I don't know. I think her mom was going back and forth between Ukraine and Prague, yeah. but she was working in Czech because, again, you can make more money and a lot of people do that. Okay. So we don't have the answer, but Yara still continues down this path of I want to look at apartments. I would buy it and I would buy it with my own money. You know what? Let me just add to it because I think her mom has her own place where she lives and everything. She doesn't live in a refugee camp. Right. I, I agree. But she may be in a hotel or an Airbnb or something. I don't know that she owns in Prague. No, I think, she, no I think she's renting an apartment, but I think maybe. she's been renting for years. Potentially. I don't know. I I kind of think maybe she lived there and went back to Ukraine. And then when things happened with Russia, she moved back because I don't think Jovi would mess that sentence up. I don't think Jovi would say this is a random place. We decide to meet your mom. We would say. No, this is where your mom lives. It's not where we live. Okay, I think Joey is very ignorant to a lot of things. I don't even think he knew. I don't think Maybe. he I don't think he cares. Like he is very American and I don't even though Yara is from Europe, I don't think he knows all the deeds about the Yara's I, life. I disagree. I think Jovi is well traveled and he knows all the different areas in Europe and what's what and Mama Gwen maybe. Things they speak I'm Hungarian not, in Czech, but I'm not saying he doesn't know the places. I just think he doesn't know the deeds about Yara's family. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. We don't know. It's hard. We to don't know. Have a it's just literally us us guessing. But yeah, Yara brought up her own money, and Jovi was like, "Wait a minute, we're married. It's our money." Which I agree with. I do agree with. Legally, that too. it's both your unless you signed a prenup. It's both of your money. If things at the end of the day go south and you divorce. It's both of your money. Yeah. So I'm with I'm with Jovi on that, and he says, "Well, if you're gonna do this, I'm coming with you. We can look at places together." And then he tells the cameras, "So I can stop you from doing this." <laughs> See, I almost don't believe it because I feel like Jovi would like a place in Europe. You know why I feel like he's being serious? Because they don't even own a place in the U.S. That's a good point. They're renting an apartment, which is fine. A lot of young people do, including the two of us. Guilty, right? Um, why would you buy a place somewhere else while you're still renting in the country you actually live in, unless you are planning, actually planning on moving there? Well, I can kind of answer this for them just looking at social media. They don't want to settle down in Louisiana. They haven't decided where they're moving yet. They say, maybe we'll move to Texas. Maybe we'll move to Florida. And so they're renting because they're not ready to settle down. 
but it would always be beneficial for them to have a home base in Europe. Mm. So I could kind of see that. Okay, why don't we buy an apartment in Prague? If you want to use your own money, Teresa, <laughs> <laughs> feel free. We'll talk about this. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about Kim and Soldier Boy. Yeah, so he's outside snacking on something that looks like a bamboo. I want to know what this is. And at first I thought he was going to be selfish and have both those for himself. <laughs> this is something I would not suggest shoving up your ass. This looked like it would be painful. I, I know Jenny was like, take this pepper, sit on it. This looked a little too aggressive to sit on. But it looked, <laughs> the way he was eating it, I was like, what is it? I, I don't, is it, yeah, is it bamboo? Is It looked more like a, like a root vegetable, mm. maybe. At first I thought it was corn on the cob. Maybe it was a leek, like a thick leek. Right, it could have been that. We don't know. He offered it to Kim when she showed up, and I was like, please say what it is. Please, like, here, I bought you this, mm. whatever. He did not say it. She did not accept it. No, but come, Kim comes there because this is after the night that he said he can have any woman, but he picked her because it's not <laughs> it's, about beauty. It's not about beauty. And so Kim's pissed, and she's like, I'm a beautiful woman too, by the way. And I'm like, okay, girl's power. But she's like, I'm not going to let anyone shit on me again because I've been there. I had people yeah. using me and abusing me or what's the word? Not abusing, but it's uh, taking advantage taking advantage of. Right. So she's like, I'm not doing this again. Yeah. It's such a simple argument that they're having. Kim is fine, apparently, with a second wife. She just doesn't want to be the second wife. As long as she's first, they get married. Then she's okay with Soldier Boy having another wife mm. to procreate with. It's such a simple argument. It shouldn't be that difficult. Soldier Boy says in a way, I never asked you to be the second wife. I'm I'm here with you now to make this commitment and be married and then take it from there. It's just I need this blessing from my family and this is proving harder to get than I thought it would be. And again, his family didn't say no to her. They're just right. saying you have to be second, and this is the whole issue. Right. The family wants it one way. Kim wants it literally the opposite way. Mm -hmm. And Usman doesn't care, I don't think. But he's like, let's give it one more shot. Let's meet Mohammed, who is his older brother, and mom one more time. And I thought it's just him meeting them. Well, no, I thought it was going to be both of them. But it was like, you know who really spoiled it for us? My brother Farouk. So let's forget him. Let's get him out of the picture because mm -hmm. he's spoiling it for us. But yes, Muhammad, my older brother, he can probably help convince my mom that you're the right woman for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell him how after we get married, you're open to another wife so that we could have kids and they'll see that you're so willing to compromise. So it's going to be good, right? It'll, this is our last Hail Mary. We're going to put it all on the table. And with Farouk out of the picture and Muhammad there to talk sense into my mom, it's going to go great. Mm -hmm. So that's the plan. That's the plan. So let's get to the restaurant. First of all, let me say this. Kim should be wearing scarves. What is it about her that when she puts on this scarf, she pops? She becomes a beauty. She's she a, really does. I, I've, it's so much better. Stop wearing the super fan t-shirts. Wear these. If you want to put his face or his name on the back of it or something, go for it. <laughs> but she looks... Like a beautiful woman when she puts this on. You know what it is? Because when she dresses up, she wears these like kind of like no, not fitted t-shirts and yes. things that 
they don't give her any justice, right? She kind of looks like she's going to the store every single day. But when she dresses up, even during the last tell-all, like they dress yeah. her up, she can look decent. She just doesn't do it. Yeah. And yeah. a simple thing like a scarf wrapped around her old shirt really does the trick. <laughs> it's I'm, I'm, the color. Like it brings out her complexion or something. Yeah. She, she looks like a new woman. And she doesn't like... She dresses up like a teenager that's going to school and doesn't care. Because, oh, she, like, yeah, I she, see my cousins, they're teenagers, and they're just like, yeah, YOLO, everything is loose, and we love it, we're so cool. You're not that cool, Kim. You're in right. your 50s. Like, dress up a little bit. And I'm not saying, oh, wear brands, like wear Louis Vuitton. Like, no, no, no. Just go to freaking H&M and get a nice scarf yeah, or a H&M button is down. Too, H&M is too hip. Go to, like, Nordstrom Rack. Or something. Oh, go, yeah. to, go, Marshalls. To, go, go to Marshalls. Go to Marshalls or TJ Maxx. Yeah. And yes, I th- it makes a world of difference. I oh wa- my gosh. I wonder if Soldier Boy, though, is telling her, oh yeah, you got to dress hip. You got to wear the t-shirts. You got to clear the racks at Hot Topic because, <laughs> because I don't see her dressing that way pre- Soldier Boy, but maybe now that she's like, I'm with an international superstar, I got to dress hip. Oh no, I see her dressing that way. It's just really? easy. Yeah. I guess she doesn't wear it's not but she's not cool. wearing like sweatshirts like she's not wearing necessarily comfortable clothes where you go oh that's easy she's just wearing a t-shirt and yeah, jeans. she's like trying to wear the cool soldier boy merch and that it makes her look older and it's not flattering no it's not flattering she wears older like loose shirts they don't do anything any justice to her body type or anything like you need to dress for the way you are built, right? Yeah. So she's she's trying to dress for success right now, mm-hmm. and it's the closest she's gotten. But they're there at the restaurant, and all of a sudden, what the Farouk? W, <laughs> WTF, what the Farouk? Mom comes in, Farouk rolls in, who was not invited, mm-hmm. and then Muhammad, who was supposed to come, is nowhere to be seen. Well, they probably know that Mohammed was the softy, so they said, no, <laughs> yeah. I'm coming in. And then Kim is thrown off, yes. Soldier Boy is thrown off, and Kim is like, oh, hello, I did not expect you here today. The energy completely shifted. Mm-hmm. They were, Kim was on her heels, and she puts it all on the table and goes, look, last time we met, it didn't go well. You didn't see me as a person. You didn't see me as an individual. You saw me as a white woman, just another white woman who married your son in the past. And Usman has to translate this and basically says, this is Kim. This isn't BGL. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ma- yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I was just going to add. Yeah. She says, everyone is different. Mom says this. No, Kim, Kim but mom agrees. Mom, mom agrees. Right. So that's, it's a good start. And then I almost feel like Kim was like, how can I connect? Wait a minute. I, my son is half black. Let's just show the photos <laughs> to see that we are connected. And Farouk and Mama, they're like, well, he looks like us. Wait, and I'm your like, son is like us? Oh, my this gosh. Was, because it almost worked. Like, it softened them up. Yeah. But just the way Kim was like, show your mom Jamal. Show her Jamal. Show. <laughs> I'm like, if you, yeah. if, if when we met, you showed me a photo of you at like a Hanukkah dinner or a Seder or something, I'd be like, Okay, so what you you have a fetish mm-hmm. for Jewish guys? Like, I wouldn't be as accepting of it as they are. I, I didn't know you were Jewish when we met. No, you didn't. 
But if it had you known, had it been in my Tinder profile or something, like a little menorah emoji, <laughs> and then on day one, you're like, check out this photo of me at Seder last year. <laughs> I wouldn't be like, oh, wow, she's one of us. I would <laughs> I would be like, okay, cool. You're fetishizing Jewish guys or something. I don't know. It, it wouldn't work for me the way it works for mom and for Ruth. No, I, I totally get it. Uh, but half of my family is Jewish. But anyways. Not really. Not, your, not, your aunt married a Jewish guy. Yeah. And that's my family. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair half but of not my blood. family is Jewish. Not blood. No, no, but it's family. Come on. Well, now half of your family. Well, now because you're married to me, yes. Yeah, and exactly. And half of your family is Czech. Okay. Here we go. (laughs) Back to this. But yeah, I think she was just trying to find something to connect. And I almost feel like this was a very aggressive use of Jamal. Yeah, just <laughs> kind of just pawning off Jamal. Like, yeah, I I was startled by this, to say the least. If Jamal was fully white, would she also do that? No, that's the point. Yeah, I know. And that's, I, that's what I'm but trying I to say. I get it. I get it. I just don't understand how that worked out. And I don't understand what her mindset was. All she's saying is, I'm into black men. Mm-hmm. That's right. So I don't, kind of, yeah. I don't understand how that worked out. The thing that then pushed the needle more in her favor was that she said she served in the military. Mm-hmm. For nine for years. For nine years. She was in the army. Farouk does a 180. Farouk about starts banging her. Yeah. Farouk is about like, how about I make you my yeah. wife? <laughs> I'll make you my fifth wife. It was but, like all of a sudden Farouk was so team Kim. Yeah. He's loving. He's like, okay, this is a lot about her being a military woman. Love it. Because I guess Farouk was in the military. I think there was a bond there. Yeah. But yeah, all of a sudden the tide starts to change and Kim is being accepted. Well, more. not for mom because mom is like, no. well, there's a lady waiting for you to meet. She's young. She can pop kit. You have to go and meet her now. Yeah. And Kim is not happy to hear this. It still is open to, well, maybe she could be the second as long as I'm the first. Well, mom calls it and mom is right because she says, Kim wants to be the first because she's jealous. Because mm. of jealousy. And it's true. It is so true. Because both of them, like um, Soja Boy's friend, Soja Boy, telling her, it doesn't matter if you're a first or a right. second. You're going to be be treated the same. For Kim, she still thinks that the first one will call the shots. The first one is just going to be the only one. And the other one's just going to be a mattress that you're going to bang and she's going to pop kids. That's not going to be the case. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of jealousy. I also think it's a little bit lack of understanding polygamy. I just think she, maybe in her mind, she thinks if I marry him, he'll just stop. He'll settle after one. And maybe she doesn't fully grasp, like, no, this is cultural. This is this is going to happen whether I like it or not, whether he marries me first or not. There's going to be multiple. So I think it's jealousy. And I also just think it's her lack of understanding of, mm-hmm. oh, this is, no, this is going to happen. Yeah, I honestly, she either has to totally accept this and be like, you know what, I'll be second, that's fine, because you tell me it's the same, or leave. Yeah, I think it's going to be the latter. I think she's going to leave. There's, no way, so gonna, there's no way this is going to work. There's absolutely no way. But take the shawl with you, because it looked good. <laughs> um, all right, Libby and Andre. All right. This is like four seconds. This is Four seconds, but... We found out it's been a few weeks since this immigration debacle where he may or may not be deported. Yes. But to kind of bring some positivity into this, they found out they are pregnant. 
Yes. Um, okay, yes, they're pregnant once again. Yes, and we all know it from social media that she is pregnant, obviously. Yes. And I think if... Actually, let's just play that this is real, right? Someone did say something about him. Someone did report him saying, oh, this marriage is not legit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. If they come after them... They have a kid, they own a house, and they have another kid on the way. Sure. There is no way they will deport him unless he did something really bad, like he murdered someone or he, I, I, I don't know the other reason of being deported, but to say that he, they're not alleged couple, they are alleged couple. Yeah, I agree. But speaking about filing reports, someone file a missing report for Father Stefan, because where is he? <laughs> Andre's dad came. They went to ice cream once and we never see him again. I don't think he loves being on TV, but we'll see him in the future. We will? Yeah. You didn't watch the previews? They're going them. on a trip. I never watched the previews. They're going oh, on a he trip. He just disappeared. He was in episode like two and then we haven't seen him for five episodes. I got nervous. I was like, why do we introduce him if we're not going to follow along? Well, to be fair, we don't really see them either. Libby and Andre. Very true. What we do see is we see them go for an ultrasound to check on the baby. Yes. And... I think this is Libby's newest hit, her newest nursery rhyme, Jelly on the Belly. <laughs> She's like, Jelly on the Belly. It's like, oh no, here we go again. Jelly on the Belly. It's not a bad idea, to be song? honest. Jelly on the Belly. That's a terrible idea. I, I could see the music a- video of Andre dressed up as a doctor rubbing the jelly on <laughs> Libby's belly already. I don't think there is a song about the jelly on the belly. I think that's pretty good. <laughs> But it's true, they warm up the jelly. Not that I was doing an ultrasound for a baby, but I was doing it for to make sure everything is everything is okay down not not in my lady parts, in my stomach. Okay. But they did the same thing. They warmed up the jelly and huh. I was like, Whoa, that's warm. Nice. That's so I nice. knew what she was talking about. All right. Well they do that. And they check on the baby, baby looks good. Libby asks the tech. So when do moms usually tell the families about being pregnant? You're a mom already. Mm-hmm. You did this once already. Ask yourself, right? You're an yeah. expert on it now. You've had a baby. Why are we asking this nurse or this tech? But the tech said about 12 weeks, the first trimester, which that's where she is at right now. And I yes. guess that's why they put it on TV. Right, right. Yeah. But Andre is like, what? We can tell the dads, but not the siblings, not anyone else. Like, yeah. No, I don't want to tell the traders. They'll, they'll, they'll be happy. They'll be happy to know they're, they're deporting another child. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. But yes, I think they will only tell the dads at first. And in the previews, we saw the family therapy. I don't know when that's going to happen, but I'm here for it. I got to watch these previews. They sound the whole wild. freaking family, including Charlie, including the sisters, including huh. mom, everyone's going to go to a therapy session where they're going to be throwing a ball and oh. talking. Okay. You were sitting next to me. Yeah, it was somewhere else in my okay. mind. Still thinking about that pepper up Jenny's ass, I think. <laughs> All right. Well, well, that's it for them. Do we have one more? Uh, we have one more couple, if that's oh a way to call them, but we have Angela and Michael. <laughs> sure do. We sure do. So it's the morning at the hotel and Angela looks, uh, she looks like she went to a rave. She looks like she stuck her finger in an electrical socket. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. She's, okay. 
I know you're on TV, but I'm pretty sure you literally slept with your makeup on because her eyelashes are like hanging on. So her <laughs> real eyelashes, like almost, you can tell that she went to bed with makeup on. Don't do that. You're trying to look younger. That's so bad for you, Angela. Well, here's the thing. I think she got into bed and then passed out because she was not alone. Mm-hmm. She did not go home and go straight to bed. The camera pans. This was great work. This was like, I don't know if Steven Spielberg directed this scene or what happened, but you see Angela FaceTiming Renee Mm -hmm. and Renee's like, oh, everything good. How's it going? And all of a sudden the camera just pans. It's this revealing shot. It's like in the office when the camera pans and you see Dwight was sitting. Michael Mm -hmm. Scott wasn't alone. Dwight was in the office the entire time. Camera pans. Michael's right next Mm -hmm. to her in bed. (laughs) She's like speaking because Renee is asking about Michael and Angela it's like, speaking of Michael, here he yeah. is. Did you see when they panned? There's a panties on the lamp, on the tables, no, on the tables. Not. Yeah, it's so yeah. cliche. Just such a cliche sex scene. Just uh, yeah. Angela's panties on that lamp. And so apparently Michael took his IG down and also his pants. I don't think he took his IG no, down. No, he didn't. But I'm saying that's what he told her. Yeah, he said he lied with love. Mm-hmm, he said, mm-hmm. I will take my Instagram down. He followed her back to the hotel. They had makeup sex. Mm-hmm. Michael's loving the new body. Well, first he's like, yeah, it was it was pretty good. She's like, pretty good? He's like, I'm loving it. Be- be- best sex ever. When, when he lays down on top of me, now he can look down and see my coochie. Yeah. Guys like when they can see my coochie, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so, Angela. But then uh. cut to them in the car. Michael's driving and he's like, An- Angie, you didn't say anything about my new car. Well, it was new until you started tearing it apart. <laughs> it's like you took the plastic off, but... <laughs> but come on, I said something nice about your coochie. Say something nice about my car. It's got that new coochie scent. Yeah, and that's where Michael kind of like does the little testimonials. And he's like, yeah, I told her I'll take my Instagram down. Not. <laughs> oh, Michael, you are about to get a lot of shit. Cause so they drive somewhere to just sit down and chat. And Michael brings up the social media again. And he's like, baby, we can have double income. No, Mm -hmm. no, Michael. And I honestly don't understand why she's being so crazy about it. Why don't you have a joint account again? So you can see what the fuck he's doing. We can yeah, see if bad. he's talking to anyone because they did have a joint account. That's not he bad. can be promoting shit on the joint account, making money. She will see what he's doing. You get double the followers. Come on. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I like it. Bringing the money. Yeah. She's taking care of a bunch of grandkids. It seems like it wouldn't hurt to have a little bit more cash. Yeah. I don't understand why she is so against of having double income because you know what it is? It's the power. It's the power she has over him. Once he starts making his own money, he might not need Angela. Interesting. Yeah. It's also the lack of self-confidence. She thinks, oh, he's going to find some Mm -hmm. other woman on IG, but... Yeah, if you guys share the account, you can look yeah. at like when we have the shared podcast account, yeah. we can both see the messages, we can both see yeah. what's posted. Teresa doesn't let me respond to you guys, but I can still see. He can still see, I can yeah. Still see what's going on. And so when Michael says I want to keep my IG after he banged her, he mm-hmm. kind of lied to her, which is he shitty. He he lied to her to have sex with her. Yeah. But it sets Angela off. And she's like, I'm sick from fighting. And she's like literally sick. She goes, Yeah. Hear my voice? I'm sick from being upset. It's all the cigarettes. It's the cigarettes, cigarettes, Sandra. Give me a break. And I think she smokes a lot, but the more upset she is, the more she smokes. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. So 
She's pissed that Michael would lie just to get into her pants. And she's like, I feel like a whore on the street who didn't get paid. Prostitutes get more respect than me. And so like she like walks away, lighting up her cigarettes, and Michael tries to touch her. She's like, don't touch me when I'm firing. And I'm like, <laughs> It's so aggressive. It's so intense. It'll get more intense back at the hotel. But Michael's like, you know what? What if we both take our social media down? Which, again... Michael's making a lot of sense, Mm -hmm. right? Let's make this thing fair. If you don't want me to have social media, then you don't have social media. Mm -hmm. But I like your idea more of let's just have a shared social media and we're all on the same page. No pun intended. We'll see what's going on. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Angela hates it. She literally lights up a cigarette, gets into a cap and leaves. And Michael's just standing there and... I think he followed, well, I think, I know he follows her to the hotel. Yeah, he had his car. He had his yeah. new car, so he drives behind her and, and meets her at the hotel. Yeah, well, follows her to the hotel. Like she goes yeah. to the room. He literally goes in there, and here is the thing I was talking about before. Angela's, like, sitting on the bed. He She lets him go in, and Michael was like, I just want to talk. I don't want to, like, argue. She's getting emotional. She's getting a little softer. I'm like, okay, okay. And he stands in front of her, and then she literally goes from zero to 100. It almost like, got, don't tower over me. It almost got physical again. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's really bad. It's really I, it's really unhealthy. She is so bad. Like, well, this is, why don't you just literally talk? He's standing next to you. He's not towering over you. Like, you can stand up and talk to him, too, or tell yeah. him to sit down. Yeah. I think he was afraid to sit down. I'd be interested. It'd be a lot to unwrap, but... Angela's past because she's mm. clearly been hurt. Oh, this yeah. is this is coming from some place of hurt, mm-hmm. right? She didn't mm-hmm. have a great life, and then she turns sixty or however old she is, and start to freak. This is all learned behavior. She's in her mid fifties. I know. I, I was being nice, I think, but <laughs> this is this is all coming from a place where she's been hurt before, and some men have wronged her. And now she's just having these reactions because mm-hmm. these are so unhealthy for anyone, for her, for Michael. And so I just go, well, how did you get here? Also, it could be, it could go deeper to her growing up. Like if True. she was used to that her parents yelled at each other. Sure. Or was around like someone being abused or abusing someone else. Like it goes deep. That's like a great point. Things like this stick with you. It, yeah, maybe it wasn't a romantic relationship. It could have been, yeah, a familial yeah. relationship. A but mother, yeah, that's a good point. Father. We don't know. We don't know a lot about her past. Yeah, she's got kids. Well, she was married before, I'm pretty sure, when she was young. Mm. Yeah, maybe if we went back and watched, we would get a little yeah. more of that backstory because she's she's unhealthy in, in more ways than one. Very unhealthy, not just the cigarettes. So she throws off once again, right? Mm-hmm. Passes Renee. She's like, okay, uh, just talk to Michael if you want to know what's going on. Talk this, to Michael. This was my favorite because literally 20 minutes before I, I was thinking, okay, where is Father Stefan? But also where's Renee? Mm-hmm. Renee went to another continent with Angela and Angela's just left her behind. I'm going, what is Renee doing this whole time? Now we have our answer. She's hanging out at the hotel bar drinking espresso martinis by herself. <laughs> well, Michael follows Angela and runs into Renee and Renee wants to know what happened. And Michael was like, well, telling her about her Instagram and saying, I just want to have a double income. I just want to mm-hmm. work. He's, he's like, I'm not trying to pick up chicks. I just want to make money. And Renee, I wish Angela listened to, if anyone, Renee, because she's like, yeah, I'm not against 
social media. Just don't do anything shady. And right. Michael's like, I am not doing anything shady. She's not listening to me. And Renee's like, you know what? Let's have a drink. Let's have a drink because I think <laughs> uh-oh. she's realizing. Uh-oh. Well, yeah. Uh-oh. But uh-oh. I think she's realizing that Angela is being a little nuts. Oh, yeah. No question about that. Oh, yeah. So they they exit stage left and, and go have mm-hmm. a drink. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. This is what ends. This is the episode. Mm-hmm. So what an episode. What an episode, Theresa. Previous look juicy. I'll have to go back and watch maybe. But yes, it is. I can't believe we're episode 10. I know. It feels like we're flying through this season. I know. When we started this podcast, I was like, what is this, episode six? You were like, no, it's 10. How how don't you know it? I'm like, okay. (laughs) When we press play to take notes. Yeah. You're like, what is it, six? I'm like, no. You're like, seven? I'm like, 10. (laughs) (laughs) 10. Yeah, it's flying by. But thank you guys for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed the episode. We hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Guys, follow us on Instagram at MarriedReality it's a good time over there. We have a shared account because that's the kind of couple we are. Oh, also, yeah. follow the or join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash married to reality. There is a Halloween special Woo! that you might want to check out. Also, there's the single life and a bunch of other things. So patreon.com slash married to reality. Also, follow the podcast. Yes. Wherever you're listening. So no matter when we drop an episode, what we drop, it'll come right to your device. It's so easy to do. Look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as buying an apartment in Prague. Because why not? Is there something you need to tell me? Use your own money. Use your own money. (laughs) And last but not least, Yekui. Carrie Carr, thank you. Yekui, yekui. For the beautiful review. Yekui, ahoy to you. Ahoy, ahoy. We appreciate that. If you haven't left a review, please do. You be like Carrie. Be like Carrie. You don't have to speak another language. You could just say, love the show, love you guys, whatever it is, whatever your truth is, mm-hmm. share it with us via a review. If it's a five-star review, we read it on this podcast yep. right here. All right. That is it. You feel like I look, you seem like you have something else I've to say. I've said it all. Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> waiting for you to say because it's your thing. I've said it all. You said it all. I've said it all. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.